1: Welcome to the Man on the Post podcast, we are back, we've got this, a, slight, uh, a slight couple of weeks off, I think it's about three weeks, is a chaps, since we've done a podcast? Seems so, I've lost track of time. Yeah, it's a long time, it's been at least three weeks since me and Colin did the last extra time, definitely had no reason, we've definitely not killed that, Colin, we? It is coming back, I assume, it's i point. I hope so. But we're the last ones to be on there, and it's not been seen since, so you never know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if this was a police investigation, you're the two that they would
1: call in. <laughs> <laughs> no one's heard of Emma since, so. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm your host, I'm Ross, and joining me, you heard, there's Adam, and there's Colin, and also Greg is here. Good evening, fellas. Evening. Hi, Hi there. Oh. How are you getting on with your uh, teaching, Greg? You said it's a pretty tiring uh, thing. I I'm you
2: was so, I'm tired all the time. <laughs>
1: All the time. You're in the real world, you're not in Morrison's
2: anymore. Um, yeah, I'm not doing the 12 weeks at Morrison's
0: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 12, I feel like 12. YouTube <laughs> should have made this easier for you, Greg. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, well, that and Netflix.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the iPlayer. I
2: yeah, Netflix is a lifesaver. <laughs>
1: yeah. There's some good stuff on there. I'm giving Community another go because I didn't like it the first time round. Uh, it's getting it's like me round slowly.
2: It's slowly getting better. Um, mm. Netflix.
1: Yeah, I like think, have
0: you guys watched Better Call Saul yet?
1: No, I haven't. I don't want to kind of ruin the Breaking Bad kind of legacy that it finished with, you know?
0: Lucky, but luckily, it's, it's a prequel, isn't it? Yeah. Is it and good? Have you seen anything? I've not, no.
1: Yeah. Colin, um, how are you? You're, you're thinking of moving to South End, aren't you?
3: A... Well, I thought I so. Like I mean, that. I mean... <laughs> The big news from my side is that I've been suffering with tonsillitis. Um, so, it's, it, as, as you know, I mean, it's always tough coming back from injury, but um, <laughs> I'm going to try and struggle my way through it. I'm 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 on the up now. You're back to match fitness yet? Yeah? I'm there, thereabouts. We'll, we'll we'll test it and we'll see see how I get on tonight. you, <laughs> Let's talk about
1: some uh, international football, gentlemen, shall we? As you know, we love it on this podcast, so let's start with England. They beat Lithuania 4-0
3: on uh,
1: Friday. Uh, Harry Kane's apparently the world's greatest striker. Come on, scored after, is it 70-odd seconds, I think? 79. 79
3: seconds.
0: I mean, you can get sent off quicker than that. (laughs) Oh, no, yes, I mean, yes, That yes.
2: did not take long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, we we, 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 missed, we missed last week's podcast and there's, there's certain listeners that are dying to hear our thoughts on um, the, the Steven Gerrard incident. It's, it's about a year since the slip, isn't it, as well?
0: Roughly? It's hilarious.
1: <laughs> 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 has, that, has that knocked Liverpool out of the Champions League running now as well? I mean, yeah. they're all five points off Man United now, so
0: possibly because Man United are starting to actually put some performances together with these points they keep accumulating.
1: Yeah, I mean, he handed Chelsea the league this season. He's almost not handed Liverpool the fourth. Uh, United the fourth place in the league. What a legacy this man's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what did he do? He come on, he got he flew in on someone, didn't he? Then got up and stamp on someone else. But,
0: I'd love to know what you guys think. I was listening to when I was listening to the game podcast about it, and um, Marcotti was sort of um, surmising whether he thought that um, Gerard was put, whether he did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, like, uh, uh, obviously, he did it on purpose. Whether it was um, calculated, sort of the idea of um, if I if I stick one in on Herrera now. Mm he's going to be a little bit less keen to, to be harassing me, give me a little bit more space, I'll be able to dictate the play, and no referees to have the bollocks to send me off after 25 seconds.
1: <laughs>
0: or whether it was just a rush of blood to the head. What do you guys think?
3: I, I think he just wanted to put a stamp on the game, really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think he just wanted to sort of G Liverpool up a little bit. I say, right here we go. Enough of this. You know, I'm not having Manchester United being in the driving seat. Mm. I'm going I'm to show you where it's at. I'm going to rough and tough it. Um, but he just crossed the line, didn't he? And uh, got himself sent off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, the, the way he did
1: it, it looked very calculated. I mean, you can't. I mean, no one can say for certain, but it's an odd thing to do. 78 seconds after coming onto a pitch. Do that. The, yeah, very odd. I mean, I remember Trezor Crandall coming off for Leeds at the sub and running onto the pl- uh, the pitch and strangling a Norwich player and getting sent off after about a minute. I mean, that's quite odd as well, but that's definitely.
3: Sorry, I was going to say just on that, Ross. Do you remember Matt Smith? Uh, yeah, he, he came. Yeah, His first contact was his elbow in someone's face. <laughs> yes, yeah. straight red. And that must have been about was it about forty-five <sighs> seconds? A yeah. Wickham, a Wickham player
2: the other week got sent off after being on the pitch for five seconds.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great.
3: He's,
2: uh, he's ran on, play, he plays at front, so he's ran on, it's a goal kick, ran on to, to the near touchline by the halfway line.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, goal kick's taken forward, he's gone for a header, hel- elbowed someone in the face and got sent off. <laughs> <laughs> literally, I think they counted it for 10 seconds he was on the pitch for. That's cracking
1: work, that is. He's getting paid for that as well. Get paid a weekly wage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I did like James Vaughn's red card last weekend. See, that's where well. I've got booked for... Booked during the game and then booked for over-celebrating the send-off. <laughs> that,
2: that was awesome, because he, he celebrated against his former club.
1: Yeah. To the extent
2: he, where he got sent off.
1: Because he think he was a winner, winner as well, when they scored in the extra the injury time from his red card. Yeah. Oh, isn't that the
0: he... Didn't he take his shirt off?
1: Yeah.
0: Forgetting he'd been booked already. Yeah. <laughs> How do you <laughs> I think, forget you've been booked? My favourite thing about the Gerard incident is, it, all in all, is probably the fact that he clearly must have made a bit of um, a, a bit of a point about it in the dressing room to have to get the um, captain's armband off Jordan Henderson, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. he then so vividly had to remove <laughs> so very quickly afterwards.
1: Yeah, Henderson think I don't want to sign, wouldn't it?
0: If you were going to do that, why did we make such a issue about <laughs> in the changing room?
2: I think the uh, United supporters should take a little bit of credit for Gerald Craigard. card.
1: Oh, yeah. For just
2: winding, up to, just winding him up to the extent, whilst he was warming up, that he, that he just ran on the pitch. and yeah. Clattered one person and stamped on someone, <laughs> someone else. He was that wound up. I think they, they should take an assist really that way.
0: <laughs> <I
1: think. laughs> yeah. yeah, this should definitely be included. Uh England, though, they uh, they won as we kind of all expected they would do 4-0 with Lithuania. Rooney, Welbeck, Sterling and Kane fairly comfortable. How was the performance though? I didn't see this, I just saw the score.
3: Gakale. <laughs> well, first of all, you, you you've got to say you've got to say something about Lithuania because they were poor. Um, so, that takes a little bit of gloss of England a bit. Um, but you can only be what's in front of you. And, England just looked like they, they just looked good. They, knew, they looked like they knew what they were doing. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, sure. hold on, hold on. You, you've taken this hyperbole too far. <laughs> but, well.
1: The, this is the kind of performance England do, isn't it, against these sort of teams? We're playing, Italy, we're playing Italy. tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday?
0: Yeah, something like that. That's
1: yeah. when we'll really see how good they are, like.
0: But we're it's a friendly.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, one of yeah. Italy's best players is now playing in Toronto, so.
0: But what I been... would say is that um, some of the aspects about the the um, the performance that I really enjoyed um, are. Are maybe generic against whoever you're playing against. Mm. Sort of the um, the appetite to press the ball high up the pitch. I, I know that maybe that is something that will be more successful against t- teams that are maybe uh, uh, speed, not be generous, a lot less technical <laughs> than um, the opponents that we want to be be beating. But yeah. like Colin said, you can only beat what's in front of you, and it, the manner in which they did it was quite impressive.
1: It's it's a little bit, it goes back to that qualifying thing again, isn't it? It's basically pointless because we're not likely to lose to any, well, what, five of the six, four of the six teams in our group with us.
0: Well, that's the thing now. Now we are you're right, we're not likely to lose. We're basically qualified. So is it not the kind of, is it not the performances that we want to see almost as much as the results? Mm.
1: Well, yeah, getting that team cohesion together, really. Yes,
0: and I'm, playing, I'm, I'm playing in a way that Roy wants them to play him.
1: Mm. How, did, uh, of these plans, how did Nathaniel Klein get on uh, right back? Uh, I, I've been thinking he's a good, a good England player for a long time.
0: We, we weren't really tested. No?
1: Didn't see too much of him?
0: <laughs> no. At one point they did start worrying about whether... Gary Cahill was going to get pneumonia, so that was, that was something that the commentators genuinely said.
1: <laughs> Just standing around too much. What about the, uh, the midfield then? It was Henderson, Carrick, Delph and Sterling, I assume. Was it with three with three up top? It
0: was three up top, so it's not Sterling. So Sterling
1: and Wellbeck out wide? Yeah. With Rooney, OK. So midfield three of Henderson, Carrick and Delph. That's, that's a quite a good passing midfield. And you've got the energy from Henderson and Delph as well.
3: Oh, I like it. Mm, I mean, any fun. England
0: midfielder that finally has Michael Carrick in, I'm always going to be a fan
3: of. Mm. Uh, you see, this is the thing, isn't it? I, I, I don't get Carrick. Cause you don't I, get
0: football college. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I, I just see Michael Carrick and I just go back to nightmares of seeing... Um...
0: You can't blame him for what Gareth Barry did. <laughs> what That's what say. I
3: was going Yes, yes. <laughs> he's, he's still chasing that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> Carrick hasn't got any. I mean, I, I think against decent opposition, I think Carrick's going to get found out and he's going to bottle it, maybe. Um, but. Okay, uh, hey, it ev- ev- ev-
0: happens if it's Chavi and Iniesta together.
1: Iniesta's yeah. gone off the ball as well, Massman. You've got to think, though,
0: like, Carrick is and in a the team
1: with Henderson and Delft. They've got running inside and, with them. And
0: then it haunts him for like 18 months. <laughs> but as long as those two aren't there together. <laughs>
1: Wasn't we Barry Midfield okay. with Gerrard and Lampard, though? That's probably the, the, uh, the, the quickest midfield three. And Delvin Henderson can make up, I think, for Carrick's lack of athleticism.
3: But that, that's another key thing as well, is that what Roy's managed to do, and it in quite a short space of time when you think about it, England didn't look at all like they missed either Lampard or Gerrard. No. And that's quite a lot of experience that you're missing out on. That's
1: good. That should be firmly behind us now. That shouldn't even be mentioned again, and those two in England terms, because you've got players like Ross Barkley there as well, and I mean Ryan Mason was in the team, but let's forget about that. But there's there's a new there's a new wave now. Lampard and Gerrard are done.
0: Yeah. Well, you'd be an idiot to disagree with that, wouldn't you?
1: -hmm. Then you got him.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Look, that that that, sort of, that was of its time Yeah um, And so, you know, there's no going back I mean, hey, you know, I, I'd still argue a case for John Terry But it's, it's never going to happen, you know what I mean So, yeah. it, whether, the, the, those players were great players But maybe they were too, I'm not saying they were big heads But maybe other players looked up to them too highly as if they were somehow better than everybody else. Well, they were dubbed the Golden Generation, weren't they? And
1: I think it clearly went to their heads a little bit, and they thought they were on the level of, like, Ander, Tetsch, Avian, Iniesta, and and they, never never, they could never get anywhere near them.
3: Yeah, and, and now they sort of all seem to be on a similar level. Mm. You know, so they all look at each other as equals, rather than, oh, OK, you could argue maybe Rooney's the last man standing.
1: Yeah, yeah. but Rooney's got 19 goals since Hodgson took charge, so... Rightly so, he's be, he's scored the goals for the, and over a
0: hundred caps.
1: Yeah, he, he is the the talisman of the England squad now. As much as some people don't like him, he is scoring goals and he is leading the line. And he knows he's got to perform because if Harry Kane keeps going like this, he's got some serious competition.
3: And it's interesting that Roy said that Harry Kane is competing for the Rooney place. Yeah. So those two are fighting for one place.
0: But but they're not though. I think they? they are in that. Formation, but Rooney can play other places. Harry Kane can't.
1: Yeah, you can move Rooney left. You can move him. You can drop him deeper. Kane is a, a front man, I think. <clears throat> Greg, not heard much from you. What do you uh, think of the performance?
0: Yeah,
2: it was it was nice to watch. I thought it was good to see that because obviously there was a lot of um, hype around Harry Kane before the game, and then mm. Hodgson didn't start him. And uh, there was, I know there were some unhappy people out there <laughs> about that, but you know Hodgson's selection proved him right. Those front three went and um, got their goals, and then he brings Kane off the bench where there's, you know, the game's done. There's very little pressure. He can come on to a big ovation, mm. and he's, you know, he's got a tired Lithuanian defender yeah. against. Then he, you no, know, that played into his hands. He got a goal. Um, I genuinely
0: laughed when he scored so quickly. It just—it
1: was yeah.
0: so
2: inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was, it was a fantastic word by Sterling, who was just fantastic. Well,
1: the BBC we give Danny Welbeck the man of the match. I,
2: I thought, thought
1: Danny
0: Welbeck was brilliant
2: in the first half. Yeah, they—they they, they both were, Sterling and Welbeck. Yeah. But, you know There was Sterling put the ball in for Kane's goal, and he's done a lovely bit of skill to beat his man and. Um, think it's the back post, but you weren't watching that, you were just watching where Kane was, <laughs> to see him loitering with intent at the back post.
3: Now, this is the thing, explain this to me, guys, because I, I, I watched it on repeat, over and over again, Kane's goal, and as you say, that um, Sterling did great to whip it in from the left, but I'm watching Kane, I'm thinking, why are you there? Why are you should be in the middle. Why, why are you hanging around? <laughs> this area's a lot like of that, his goals this season, though. But, I mean, I'm thinking... Does he know it's going to come to him? or, I mean, normally a strike would be right in the middle, in the mix, but it's almost as if he was like, nope, this is where I'm going to be, this is the best place for me, and I'm going to score a goal. I mean, has he got something in his head that works that out? Well, was, or was, was it just lucky?
1: He was compared with um, Gary Lineker on another football podcast last week, in terms of his, just his positioning in the box. Obviously, he does more work. He can't be a Lineker striker these days, but in terms of his... In the box ability and just knowing where the balls can be. And his finishing, his finishing is top quality.
0: I mean, he always says, I, d- I don't know why you're, you're criticising Andy Townsend, he said that that's something that you can't teach. He said a lot of other strikers would have made the incorrect run in the middle. <laughs> but he knows where the goal is.
1: The voice of football. Yeah. The voice of football, people.
0: <laughs> Find him on BT Sport next year. Still got a gig. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. That's like anyone, though. Literally anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from us, it seems. But anyway, um, how did the other teams get on around the uh, European qualifiers? I mean, any of the shock results? Uh, Holland drew, didn't they? One or with uh, Turkey. uh,
2: Holland haven't had a particularly great start. No. And I, you start to wonder how long. 'Cause he thinks it's gonna be given.
1: Yeah, they, they they seem to go through a lot of managers, Holland, don't they? <laughs> there all seems to be a new one every couple of years. They normally qualify a cancer. Unbeaten idea because he had a goal. Uh, there was it yeah, Bulgaria two Italy too, that's a not a very good result for Italy in qualifying. I'm not sure what that does to the qualifying table, but
3: Northern Ireland uh, have beaten Finland today. Are oh, they? 2-1. So that's a great result for them. Hey, it's Finland
1: aren't a, a, a poor team. They're probably on the level of Northern Ireland, and that's the yeah. games they need to win if they got any chance of qualifying, really. Although we do have Carl Lafferty, which immediately makes me dislike them.
0: I mean, he scored the goal, so you just made yourself look silly he got,
1: there. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's got, got both. <laughs> really? Oh, God. in <laughs> worse. But they're one point behind Romania at the top of the group uh, Group F, and Romania are playing them next as well, in Belfast. So you never know. It. We could see more than just England for the next Euros. Now the rest of the home nations are getting on, and the Republic still doing fairly well, aren't they?
3: Yeah. Well, the, the Republic are alive in play as we speak, so it's it's just it's, it's about 14 minutes in, but it's still nil nil. That's a point. Um, so, okay. But that this is a massive game. This is a massive game. If, if Republic of Ireland have got any hope. Of of qualifying, they really need to get three points out of this. Yeah.
1: Wales beat Israel 3 0 away, that's a really good result. It helps having Gareth Bale in your team, and and he's not getting booed as well, my fans. (laughs) Uh, Scotland somehow managed to concede a goal to Gibraltar. That was
3: their third goal, wasn't it? I think. Was it really? Uh (laughs) Yeah.
1: Good off, Scotland.
3: I'm sure I saw on Twitter that the goal was, the the assist was by a lawyer, (laughs) and the goal was scored by a policeman. Excellent work.
0: I mean, at one point, it's also
3: been reported that the Scotland
0: fans started singing You're Not Singing Anymore. I mean, how tragic <laughs> is that?
1: Jesus is it, Christ.
0: If you, you ever find yourself in that position, singing to the Gibraltar fans?
1: <laughs> All ten of them that were
3: there, probably. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, just on that, is, is, that, is that fair? Is, is it fair that Gibraltar are in the same qualifying group as for the rest of the European teams no it's not I mean... that they asked to be there
1: oh yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> they only have themselves to blame <laughs> yeah
0: if they wanted to do this it would be like a 12 year old kid asking to play for the, the grown up pub team and getting hurt <laughs> Is it, yeah. he asked for it yeah someone should, someone who's in charge should have said no
1: <laughs> Stephen Naismith got a hat trick that's got to piss off Sunderland fans not done much this season but I suppose he is playing Travolta, so, you know. It's probably level two playing about the defence.
2: Wasn't that Fletcher's first goal as well? Really? For, for Scotland, <laughs> I think. First ever goal.
1: Jesus. I mean, Scotland are level on points with Poland and Germany, though. So they're doing well as well. You just got to keep winning. Which is pretty tricky when you've got Germany in the group, but... You never know what can happen. Portugal haven't managed to let anyone down yet so far. They they're beating Serbia yeah. at the minute. Anyone? They usually
2: they usually let people down, though, don't they don't know. Give Tom, it time, maybe. they've still got time yeah. to let people
0: down. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: Tom mainly. Oh, they've done me over a treat a couple of times.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> no, no, just feel sorry for Tom, feel sorry for all of us.
2: Yeah. I can I can remember the games.
0: <laughs> Normally <laughs> against Northern
1: Ireland, don't
2: they? Nah, I had won a nil nil draw at home to Cape Verde. And then there was a 4 old draw at home to Cyprus. They they are unacceptable wow. results.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's almost Leeds-esque, like how it they is. did us all last week.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, killed everyone. Cool five
1: it, of us. Coupon buster. <laughs> um, Spain beat Ukraine one-nil. Um, Montenegro and Russia was abandoned after seventy-five minutes for that was crowd trouble. Extraordinary scenes. It, yeah, but
2: well, it wasn't. It wasn't. It started off with crowd trouble.
1: It got progressively worse, didn't it?
2: And then it just became just trouble. Because yeah. it wasn't just the uh, crowd, it was the players, it was the, the staff, it was the substitutes. Everyone just started fighting everyone.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Football's gone a little bit mental. Um, Antonio Conte, the Italy coach, he's received death threats because um, Claudio Marchisio has been injured and he's got death threats from the um, Juve fans over it. It's not really his fault.
2: Is that their former manager as well? Yeah. <laughs> it's not really his fault, is it, that their players got injured? Unless he personally injured him. <laughs> then you could kind of see where they were coming from.
0: But
1: Yeah. I mean, they have a right to be annoyed. It's an international duty, and really. he's ruptured his knee ligaments, so he's done for a long time, but...
0: <laughs> I mean, he didn't do it with an... Like Greg he didn't do it with an iron bar, did he? Exactly,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I don't know, football's gone a little bit crazy uh, recently. Um, have we got any other news or bits we want to cover? Uh, Not a lot has happened, really, isn't it? International no, weekends it's... are fairly boring.
0: Well, a lot must have happened, and we've just missed it over three weeks and forgotten about it.
1: Um,
2: that was the El Clasico last weekend. Oh, yeah. That's why yeah. we didn't record. After. <laughs> 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 we might as well cover, on, cover the thing that made us... Not bothered to do this.
0: What was the final fact, score in that one? That's actually why I didn't. <laughs> yeah,
2: I
1: didn't even watch it. What was the final score?
0: Two,
2: Two one for Barcelona.
1: Barcelona. Oh yeah, Suarez scored the winner, didn't he?
2: Lovely goal, yeah. one of the touches of the season. This first really?
1: Oh, I heard it uh, compared to the um, his touch with the chest slash shoulder against Newcastle, where he completely just did Tim Cruel. Is it at that level?
2: It's kind of easy. <laughs> similar it's just that he's ran onto it and to a long ball and then it's the ball's about to to bounce Mm. and he's just taking it on the outside of his boot and it's in one the same motion just you know slipped it to the far corner it was just just
1: a a lovely goal 11 yellow cards in Nebraska. yeah pretty good (laughs) (laughs) it's a good effort isn't it
0: Um,
1: (laughs) obviously one for Pepe and one for Ramos that goes without saying
0: I mean you had those going in
1: yeah, and um, Mascherano as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mascherano added. Yeah, I've heard about this. So.
2: Yeah, that was that was quite funny. <laughs> he's, he he, thighs down someone who's then in their fall, kind of like kicked him, and yeah. he ended up rolling around on the floor.
1: Is that what you got booked for as well? Didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's just one of those players that just winds people up.
2: He's Roy Hodgson's favourite player, though. Is seriously.
1: he? You voted him
2: for World Player of the Year, didn't Oh, he?
1: yeah. <laughs> well. How did uh, Gareth Bale get on? He's having a bit of a rough time, Well, oh, it wasn't...
2: It gave me hope. Was he actually that playing way? that badly, though? He Well, he just couldn't get in the game. He made two passes in the last half hour of the game when they were chasing it, and he was playing down the middle. That's
1: not... Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> it's a slight overreaction, though, isn't it, to some of the stuff that's happened? Like, his car oh. getting trashed and...
2: I think, p- reportedly, that was... Uh, a certain Madrid newspaper being
1: a bit naughty in <laughs> to do it. What a surprise. Basically like the sun, isn't it? Just saying, go you and know, destroy Rooney's car and something
3: Yeah. <laughs> Bring him home to the Premier League.
1: <laughs> well, I read today Chelsea are interested. Yeah, I've seen talks of Chelsea, I've seen talks of um, a swap deal, basically, with um, David De Gea. Hmm. What? And money, I presume? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but yeah, they. See, Brown really great day and I'm assuming he'd, go, he'd prefer to go back to Spain than stay in Manchester.
2: If you give him the choice,
1: it's not.
0: <laughs> <good>. <laughs> it's, yeah. not just, it's not just Spain either, he is from Madrid.
2: Yeah. Oh, of course, he was in player, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, that would down well.
3: How much are you going to have to pay to get Gareth Bale in, 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 to an England team? 100 million quid? No well, he,
2: But he's Welsh So he can't play for England
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're not making back What they paid for him I don't think No
2: No way I reckon Perez He's like one of Perez's marquee signings So I think he'll get more time
1: Yeah
2: It all depends what manager If if Ancelotti stays he doesn't
1: Yeah the talkies on, on the chopping block as well
0: Apparently Ancelotti Angel- Needs to win the Champions League Or the league To keep his job
1: yeah, like winning the Champions League, just such an easy thing to do, isn't it? I mean,
0: because this happened so well when they sacked Vincent Del Bosque. Didn't it? <laughs> I mean, it was literally success from then on, if I remember rightly. I mean, <laughs> the streets are now paved with gold in Madrid. I'll
1: tell you what, if they sack Ancelotti, though, City should be all over that. Yeah. Pellegrini should be out the door the second they hear the news that Ancelotti's been fired.
2: Did the only f- sign a new deal. Yeah. I offered it five to my, years. Arsehole, my,
0: my arsehole supporting best friend as well the other day, saying yeah. if... Um, if we were to assume that Klopp and Ancelotti were available, and even with if Arsenal were to win the FA Cup, what would you want? And he still wants anger. They're mental. He's
3: madness, that is. No, 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 no. Colin, Ancelotti, thinking.: well, the yeah. most
1: successful
3: managers ever. Yeah, he didn't last too long at Chelsea, did he? He won them a couple of trophies. Well, every manager who's been at Chelsea has done that. <laughs> no, like not that. true.
0: Scolari.
3: Yeah. AVB. AVB. Avram yeah. Grant. <laughs> Avram Grant must have won something. No. No. No, because he,
1: he came Av- second at Avon Avon everything. But
3: he he really
1: came second, yeah. I remember picking up his Champions League losers medal and keeping hold of it. Yeah. Where was it? The uh, Man United fellow threw it to the ground, didn't he? I think that was the final.
0: Are you getting confused from Mourinho?
2: No. Reno just buys a watch every time he wins something
1: by the time Yeah, <laughs> that's odd, isn't it? Only watches. He's not buying smart watches, though. they're useless. But you don't think they would rather have Antolotti, you'd rather have Benga.
3: Yeah. Really? Why? It does what, what, what you need. I mean, that, that Arsenal side isn't bad, you know. A little they, bit they, of. Sport- well, oh, right. No, 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 because
0: what Arsenal needs is to win the Premier League. Or the
1: Champions League. Mm. The FA Cup isn't enough.
3: If they hadn't been so slapdash at the beginning, we've said this before, i am been like a broken record, but... Yeah, but that's the problem they... with us,
0: though. I know. <laughs> For the last four years, they would have won the last four Premier Leagues. Yeah, every You're season
1: right. they have a spell, which costs them the league.
0: <laughs> if they hadn't got knocked out by Monaco, they'd still be in the Champions League. We have talked about that, have we? Or
1: Chelsea, losing to PSG.
0: Chelsea deserved everything that came
1: their way. Yeah, anti-football has rightly been beaten this time. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Arsenal obviously were going to win 2-0 in that game and lose. That was almost a certainty.
0: Uh, I mean, what I thought was really... um, I mean, we're we're not shy from... um, from claiming how much we love Gary Neville on this, but so he was absolutely brilliant in his analysis in that game. Mm. He was so, so quickly he was there to tell us that what what he was seeing was just he was actually offering you something that you couldn't see yourself. When yeah. he was talking about how it was over, like there was still half an hour left, he was like, "No, Chelsea had done." Mm. He, he could just there was something it must have been in their mentality or something that he could see that. That just your average football fan couldn't, and that, that's what pundits should be doing.
1: Yeah.
0: Not, not whatever
3: Robbie Savage is doing. <laughs> yeah. Just on Gary Neville, I mean, have you guys heard the Sol Campbell story? <laughs> well, the recent which, Sol Campbell yeah, which story. which one? <laughs> because, um, th- There was, um... A, a debate going on uh, t-
1: Do you t- want to be in t- One Direction?
3: It it, it was um, a debate organised by the sports minister Helen Grant uh, It was a summit at Whitehall There was lots of people there Whose <laughs> first mistake was inviting Sol Campbell
1: The man who's not been in sport for quite a
3: while <laughs> Senior figures from the FA, Premier League Football League um, Kick so. it out Um, And basically, there was a discussion about um, how Gary Neville had somehow been fast-tracked through the system to become an assistant to Roy Hodgson with England. Um, And uh, the FA technical director, a guy called uh, Dan Ashworth, said... um, Oh, he talked about a favourable impression that Neville had made on Hodgson um, and the players uh, and the way he runs through the processes that are involved. And and at this point, Saul Campbell raises his hand to to interrupt him and he says, but I am Saul Campbell. (laughs) I just say, well, why didn't I get the job? (laughs) I I love Saul. I love Saul. I mean... He's entertaining, but... Yeah, he was going to be a Conservative MP, wasn't he, at one point? He thought he was going to save the Conservatives at the general election. Um, he's had a go at Miliband about his mansion tax. Yeah. Um, now he's arguing about why no one's come on to, to give him a job. I mean, Fair enough, he is doing his UEFA pro coaching badges.
1: So he's got that over to him, Sherwood. So he's more qualified <laughs> to be a Premier League manager.
0: He should have the Villa job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's
3: at least something. He is doing something to get in a job in football. Good God, can you imagine Saul Campbell being your manager? <laughs> that would be hilarity.
1: Telling, them, telling them his players that time he just wandered off at half-time because he couldn't hack it anymore.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what a role model he is. Um, let's talk about some gossip because there's some cracking stories in the papers today. Manchester City and Chelsea want to sign uh, Everton's England international midfielder Ross Barkley, who has been valued at 50 million. Adam, would you take 50 million for Ross Barkley? Yes. (laughs) Alternatively, Manchester City will allow James Milner, 29, to join Liverpool and sign Barkley for 35 million. So the papers are all over the place with their valuations of Barkley.
0: I mean, he's, he's not worth £50 million, pounds, is he? Let's just clear that up. No. no. Right.
1: The, the Mirror claims he's worth 35 Is that more?
0: I mean, you're still paying for the potential, aren't you? Yes. Um, I don't know, it's a difficult one.
3: You'd rather have James Milner, wouldn't you, really?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, let's not go crazy. <laughs>
3: All right, well, if if he if he's worth
1: uh, between 35 and 50 Chelsea are planning a £40 million bid for Real international defender Raphael Varane. That's £40 million well spent, I, I would say. Oh,
0: brilliant. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Drake must be a big fan of Varane.
2: Yeah, he's, a, he's an athlete, isn't he?
1: Yeah.
2: And he's raw, but he's a good type of raw. Yeah. He's he still just 21. Imagine in the future future imagine just go forward to the future and you've
1: got Raphael Varane and Kurt Zoum <sighs> France has for the next 15 years
2: at Zunderbank I mean try getting past that <laughs>
1: <laughs> with Courtois it's
2: yeah
0: it's you yeah you realise some, like just Zuma looks like he could bully you as well <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Miranda, he,
2: how old is he is he 20 yeah that's scary looks thing.
0: Like he could beat you at chess <laughs>
2: it's the perfect combination one physically <laughs> smashes you the other one on mentally <laughs> 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 that's good uh,
1: Columbia striker Arellamal Falcal could join Juventus after a season long loan with Man United ends according to his agent his agent talks a lot doesn't he they like a they like a target man don't they yeah the old lady Falcal and Tevez up top Morata off the bench seem worse striking the striking with really <laughs>
0: But he's made himself look a bit better with um, scoring some goals this this round of ch- games for Colombo, isn't he? Yeah, he's yes, not in the best way. league season, is he? No.
1: But, you know, it's tough, Premier League. It's a tough league to play in if you come from France, I imagine. Um, Arsenal are king to sign Sevancin's midfield of Victor Van Yama and let Serbian international striker Alexander Mitrovic for a combined fee of £30 million. I've never seen Mitrovic play, but Van Yama, if you half that, say 15 million, that's a, a decent sign 23 years old. It's kind of what Arsenal need in that midfield, someone to just knock people over.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> no, don't concentrate on passing it. <laughs> no. just, just, just run into things. Win the ball back,
1: and we'll have someone come and take the ball off you
2: yeah, and play football. Can't trust you to, <laughs> yeah, to do that
1: bit. <laughs> You're a fan of Van Yama, right, aren't you?
0: <laughs> um, do you fit no. into that Arsenal team? No you don't. If, the, if you go and buy more, You've gone to Southampton And you've literally bought The wrong midfield right? <laughs> yeah. There one is one mind. That yeah.
2: is making Kissy eyes At every <laughs> club In the Champions League At the moment <laughs> And who won That will continue To do so Yeah so I will leave
1: If we don't, don't get in the top four which, which means he's leaving. Yeah, he's off in the summer, if a decent bid comes in. Uh, Colin, what do you think of this one? Newcastle have to spend £60 million on new players in the summer, with Coluccino, Cechciote and Tim Krul leaving the club. Uh, and Derby manager arriving to take charge, apparently, according to the Sunday Mirror. That's quite a big claim. Steve McLaren? Yeah. I'm assuming this is if Derby doesn't get Derby up. Which he won't, because there's well, yeah. <laughs> a proper bottle in it. <laughs> They're doing a, a Cardiff,
2: formally.
1: They are the new Cardiff, aren't they? Yeah. So, Steve McLaren in with £60 million to spend.
3: I could see Steve McLaren going to Newcastle. Yeah. That could happen. My cash to give anybody £60 million quid. I can't <laughs> see that happening.
1: <laughs> no. Apart from Rangers, he might give them £60 million.
3: Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Qatari side Al Saad uh, say they're in negotiations to sign Barcelona's Spanish before Xavi. I heard that. He, right, he's in he's in Doha at the minute with his family.
2: Three-year deal. Wow. I'd like to know I'd, I'd want to see him at, at the MLS. Well, at least of else on Sky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I imagine him in the MLS and that'd be great,
2: wouldn't it? Oh, the MLS is great. Yeah. It's like I'd actively watch it now. <laughs> I stayed up till one o'clock in the morning watching a game last night. And I transfer I rulings
1: are still incredibly convoluted and Hard to understand, but football-wise, it's brilliant.
2: Yeah, it was a ninety-fourth-minute winner last night Amazing. against LA Galaxy.
1: Oh, which is always nice. Uh, Barcelona boss Luis Enrique is keen to bring on uh, bring in Atletico Madrid's Koke to the new camp to replace Xabi. I
0: mean, just completely ignoring the fact that they have a transfer so ban.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> they're not allowed to sign anyone. <laughs> But it falls England's right back, Glenn Johnson, could move to Barcelona.
2: England. Hang on, did you say Barcelona? Yeah. so many things that's, wrong with that stuff. That sentence got worse and worse. <laughs> it? I mean, I love Glenn Johnson, he was fantastic for us, but now he's old and he's injured all the time and he yeah. keeps making mistakes.
0: I, oh, I assume can. that part of that's because maybe they are allowed to sign free agents. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that must well, be. Like, Danny Alves is not signing a new contract, is he?
0: No, because he's got them bent over a barrel. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Johnson at Barcelona just, oh God, I feel a bit ill if that actually happened. He, he's not that level. I don't know, a Little target Mateo Kovicevic will not be moving to Anfield. The, the 20-year-old Croatian will remain in some land, according to his agent. So that's not really news, is it? That's just a player not doing anything. Uh, Jordan Henson wants to stay at Liverpool for many years and wants to sign a new contract. Soon, in inverted commas. He's he's done well this year. He deserves a new deal. Get some of that sweet, sweet Steven Gerrard money that's not going to be paid to him
3: anymore. Yeah, that's asking for a new contract, isn't it, basically? (laughs) Yeah, basically.
1: (laughs) Give me a new deal. Uh I've been very good and I've been done while well as captain uh, Newcastle have told interim head coach John Carver that he will be staying at New- St James's Park in oh. some capacity
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, John we've got a job for you cleaning the toilets <laughs> we need to make security
1: on match days <laughs> how do you fancy an orange coat <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: well, no, the, orange ones, the orange ones are the ones that they're the the, um, the lowest level where the supervisors wear blue, yeah?
1: We've got you in armour anyway. It's got Newcastle written down the sleeve, don't worry. I know mean, you like that. Newcastle trainers so. Uh Pellegrini will be sacked by Manchester City in the summer if the reigning champions finish outside of the top two. I think he should be sacked either way.
0: Yeah.
1: Really? <laughs> Even <laughs> if they win the league. He's not good enough, I don't think, to get them to the next level in Europe, so. Van Gaal will receive a million pound bonus if he gets Man United back in the Champions League, which is looking likely, so... Well done, him. Drinks on Van Gaal. Uh, A survey showed that the Academy for the Premier League's current 20 clubs have produced just 57 first-team regulars in the past 10 years. That's quite a troubling stat.
2: Is that including all the ones that they go-nick from Football League clubs as well? (laughs)
1: I don't think it does, because they do not go into their academies, do they? They go straight into their their youthful reserve teams.
0: But then that's not including all those players that then go and play in the Football League.
1: Well, yeah. At the top level, that is is slightly troubling for the the future of the English game, I suppose. Or the English national game.
0: I mean, it's not great, but if you think... So what's that? That's in 10 years.
1: 57 divided by 10. That's
0: nearly six, six players a year.
1: Between 20 clubs.
0: Yes, but how how many players are a club only going to need 20-odd players on their squad? Mm. I mean, it's still, I'm not saying it's a, it's great, but what, really, what do you expect the heights of that number to be? Maybe the best-case scenario, a, a club, even if you look at Barcelona... They've
1: mm. still spent bad, a hell of a lot of money, haven't
0: they? But that's not why. I was looking at. If you say that... They, they at, at the height they, probably, they even when they're putting out a squad that had 11 homegrown players in it mm. if if you take that over a 10 year period that's only one player coming through a year still
1: yeah yeah, yeah so, I don't suppose it's any better in the other league either
0: just... so really what do you want that what do you want that number to be if that number had been so if each club had bought through one a year then I suppose you're looking at 200 so mm.
1: That's a more impressive number, but it's still not a great deal, is it? It's not. It
0: doesn't. S- Two hundred <laughs> over ten years still doesn't sound like a high impressive number, does
1: it? No. No. Just make fifty-seven just does does sound a very small number of it. It
0: does, yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh, online winger um, Nanny will return to Manchester United next season as Sporting Lisbon cannot afford his three point six million a year wages. Three point six million. Uh, former Man United keeper Peter Schmuckel says Zlatan, which is built for the Old Trafford Club. We'd all have to see Zlatan at Man United, wouldn't we? Zlatan Just in Brady. England.
0: Yeah. Like, on Sky. Somewhere
1: <laughs>
0: Just like Greg says.
1: <laughs> but not at Chelsea, though. I don't think that okay. would work. That's two combustible elements that are definitely going to explode at some point.
0: Hold on, hold on. Because I actually think maybe the idea of Diego Costa Latin Ibrahimovic and Mourinho <laughs> I had a second thought <laughs> that could be interesting
1: uh, David De is should be happy to stay at Man United according to fellow Spanish keeper Pepe Reina I mean telling a man how to feel
0: maybe he just wants I think he just wants to get paid <laughs> yeah and I think he's going
1: to West Ham could make it into the Europa League thanks to the Fair Play League so they'll definitely not want to do that. Expect A lots of yellows. Yeah, <laughs> madness. <laughs> Expect lots of yellows and reds in the next few weeks. Mark Noble and Kevin Nolan know what know, know what their task is. Uh, and that's pretty much all the news, apart from Freddie Adu signed for finish side something something. I definitely cannot pronounce that name. Freddie Adu, the next Pele. Twenty-five.
0: He's played for so many teams
1: now. Eleventh team of his career since he's played for D.C. United age 14. I mean, you
0: say he's 25, but he has had a, an 11-year career.
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah,
0: he's doing well.
1: He's...
2: playing a 14-year-old professional footballer.
1: Yeah.
2: Well you might see it again, MLS, bro.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: That, uh, <laughs> His knees age. must have gone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember
1: he was a huge prospect, wasn't he? Every, every magazine and everything was talking about him was the new Pelé and...
0: You I could never Adam's. bring him through on FM. I always used to sign him, forget about him, and then look at him and go, why aren't you good enough to play for me yet? <laughs> I've done no work
1: with you, but why are you better?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, we're going to play um, one of Adam's amazing games. The last one we played required me to do some uh, beeping editing. Some ah, the tripletizer game. Yeah.
0: yeah. That was you. <laughs> You mentioned out.
1: This. Someone mentioned it. It was beeped out. We can't say for certain who did. Something about the showers. I'm not sure. Um, what, have you, what have you got for us this time, Adam?
0: I think, like we said, w- one of the games was a huge success. The other one, not so much. I've gone back to my successful roots, because <laughs> okay, the, the before or after gigs. Okay. Now, I think if, if we've learnt anything over the last couple of weeks, it's that pretty much the saviour of English football is Harry Kane. Yes. So. It's less impressive to do a before or after Harry Kane. So I've just gone for some <laughs> of the key moments in his sort of life and other things, and you're going to tell me whether they were before or after. Okie okay, dokie. Okay. Now, I think this is going to be a bit of a work in progress, but I think I've got one for each of you. So okay. i keep score. And I'll start with you, Colin. OK. Now, <laughs> on the 2nd, of, <laughs> the 2nd of April 1993... Vauxhall released the Vauxhall Corsa, replacing the Vauxhall Nova. Was that before or after the birth
3: of our Lord and Saviour Harry Kane?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love
1: the Nova as well. can't believe the Corsa replaced it.
3: Mm. 93, so by my reckoning that makes Harry Kane, that would make him hit 22. Is he older than 20? He he probably is 22, but it's going to be probably a few months either way, isn't it? Um, so what came first, Harry Kane or the Corsa? the egg. Do you know what? I I think the Vauxhall Corsa came before Harry Kane.
0: You're correct. Well done, Colin. How how long before? I'm I'm not going to tell you that just yet, because now it's Greg's turn. So, (sighs) Greg, on the 4th of August 1993... Millwall opened the New Den this was the um, the largest football stadium to be opened at that point since the, since the World War oh, yeah.
2: now is oh, that before or after fact. Harry Kane um well, is how old did well, oh, I'm flying away by the facts <laughs> um after Harry Kane
0: ah, after you're correct Right, Right, then Ross, I have to go, I realise that by giving the answers whether they're correct or not, you kind (laughs) of narrow it down a little bit, so
3: we're
0: going to have to mix up the order to give other people an advantage, so this one's, unfortunately for you, in the middle, so, on the 24th of April 1993, the IRA... Um, left a car bomb in Bishopsgate Bombing at Bombing in Nat West Tower. Was Keep that before light. or after Harry Kane? Yeah. Some of these aren't so light. <laughs> honestly. Fabulous, Struggle famous. to find key events. They're not all, they're not all stadium openings. <laughs>
1: of no, you will get some IRA bombings in there. Um, so, April, you said?
0: The 24th of April.
1: 93. 93. I'm going to say that was bef- before
0: Oh, you're also correct. Oh, Harry Kane was born on the 28th of July, 1993.
2: Wow. I'm older than Harry Kane. <laughs> it's depressing, isn't
1: it?
0: Oh, I geez. don't
2: mean Colin
1: Phil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. so he oh, right. could
1: legitimately be his dad.
0: We're going to work through this as we go. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm learning from you my own. quiet.
1: <laughs> Cheeky. <laughs> I'll
0: give you your answers <laughs> at, at the, to all of them at the end. Okay. So not to give anyone clues this time. Right, so <sighs> I'm going to mix up this time. I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you the date of what the event. Right. So on the the first of Jan, Gen- oh no, on the fifteenth of January nineteen on two thousand and eleven, Harry Kane made his debut for Ro- um, no, his debut for late N- Orient against Rochdale. Right. Now, was that before or after Ross? The Tunisian government fell as part of the Arab Spring. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Er, uh, 2011, you it? Yes. Uh I pay little to no attention to the news, as you all well know, so I'm going to say that was after.
0: Okay. <laughs> well,
1: I can Google that now. Tune <laughs> in. <laughs>
0: So Colin, same, the same question to you. So, was it the Roch- his debut against Rochdale for Lake Noria on 15th of January 2011. Was that before or after a 9.0 Rick, <laughs> um, Megatron Ricks earthquake hits Japan?
1: It's a big old earthquake.
3: Oh, that was before the earthquake.
1: You said that very authoritatively. <laughs>
2: So, even if it's wrong, going to make it right. It's
0: <laughs> out. And Greg, I'm sure you remember this. It was <sighs> the first total lunar eclipse since 1638 happened. Was that before or after Harry Kane made his debut? <laughs> uh, before.
2: Before,
0: right. Ross, I've got some bad news for you. Oh, no. The, yeah, the Tunisian government actually fell the day before Harry Kane's debut oh, so definitely. you were correct. yeah
2: definitely <laughs> that can't be a coincidence
0: <laughs> Colin you were correct the earthquake yeah. hit, Japan, hit Japan on the 11th of March 2011
1: Celebrate so, that monster
0: yeah <laughs> and Greg you were also correct the first total lunar eclipse happened on the 21st of December 2010 oh.
1: Well done, well done, everyone.
2: We we, we know stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah, We switched on.
0: Right, I can I can mix this one up now. We we've got to Tottenham now, so now I've got some some different dates. We can mix it up a little bit. I can I don't have to go back by the error of my way. So who should we start with? Greg on. Let's have a look on the twenty first of July two thousand eleven. Space Shuttle Atlantis successfully landed at, spa- at Space Station Kennedy, ending NASA's shuttle programme. Was that before or after Harry Kane made his Tottenham debut? Oof. Oof.
2: Who knows? <laughs> um, I okay. don't. Um, after.
0: After, unfortunately, it was before Harry Kane made his Tottenham debut on the 25th of August,
3: 2011. How long ago? Yeah. What have you been doing for four years?
0: He was playing against Hearts. Yeah. What? Well, there was a competitive, that was in the Europa League. I'm not mixing this up with stupid right. friendlies, I'll just make that clear. <coughs> right. Right, Ross, some more... Um, I feel bad for you here, it's about really <laughs> the news. So, on the 15th of December 2011, Harry Kane scored his first Tottenham goal against Shamrock Rovers. Right. Was that before or after the death of Osama bin Laden? Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) Um, You said that in December he scored? Yes. 2011, that would be before. Yeah, I think that's before.
0: What's before? The the death of Osama bin Laden?
1: The goal. The goal was before. before Bin Laden was killed, yes.
0: Unfortunately it wasn't. Uh, Osama bin Laden was killed on the 1st of May. Osama. 2011.
1: the worst thing you've ever done
0: (laughs) (laughs) now Colin these are all nice airy fairy dates aren't they but uh, let's talk about when Harry Kane made his real Premier League debut
3: Mm. that was
0: on the 18th of August 2012 was that before or after the US ended the Iraq war
3: Ooh,
1: I feel like you should know this Colin I don't know why no
3: pressure. That was after the Iraq War. You are correct. Oh,
0: Colin's oh, racing away with this game. He is, isn't he? Is he right. day, uh, even though he's done this, he scored goals. He's made his Premier League debut. <laughs> still gets shipped off, off 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 out on loan again. So. On the 25th of the of the second 2013, he makes his he makes his debut and scores his first goal for Leicester against Blackburn.
3: <laughs> now, Colin,
0: was that before or after the historic resignation of Pope Benedict XVI? <laughs>
1: 22nd of February
0: yeah mm. 21st yeah. of February come
1: I'm on thinking. Colin Colin are you on mute are you deep in thought
3: oh, no, sorry sorry I've been on mute sorry <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I was just I was, while I was talking to myself I was asking about the date so 21st of Feb or 22nd Feb whenever it was the of the 20th, he, he's, he made his debut on the 21st
0: of February 2013
3: that would have been before the Pope quit.
0: You're correct, Colin. Pope Benedict resigned on the 28th of February.
3: Oh! It's again.
0: <laughs> it's not Aaron Ramsey-esque, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross, Ross, for, for you, what, what one can I go with here? Um, between his... um. What one can I go for? What one can I go for? I've got so many Harry Kane dates. He's done so, this kid's done so much. I'm
1: guessing this is like a Tumblr page, is it, with all these
0: dates on them? No, no just a little bit of Wikipedia. Oh, I right. <laughs> mean, it's not less than before.
3: Famous moments in our time. You've got Pope quit, end of Iraq war, all the Harry Kane stats.
0: <laughs> all on one page? Yeah. <laughs> right, so... In between this this time, he he spent a bit, uh, hugely unsuccessful period on loan at Norwich. Right. He um, actually managed to take the field for them three times, making his debut on the thirty first of August two thousand and twelve. Was that before or after the death of Michael Winner? Cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thirty first of August two thousand and twelve. Winners Was. dinners. <laughs> ...was after the death of Michael Winner.
0: No, Michael Winner only left us on the 21st of the 1st, 2013. Oh, God, I'm rubbish at this. You really I are mean, rubbish at this. You know what, I
1: hate Harry Kane now. <laughs> this is why.
0: Greg, unfortunately, you've got the last question, but there's nothing in it for you, because Colin's already won. OK. But, and you've already beaten Ross, but playing for just that extra bit of pride, Harry Kane scored... It, <laughs> remembering that he made his debut in 2012, he didn't score his first Premier League goal until the 7th of May, 2014. Was that before or after the disappearance of Malaysia Airlines Flight <laughs> 370?
3: Um,
2: oh, I reckon that was after. That's when You're Mr. correct. Is. Yeah. Uh, not
0: much, it was only the 8th of March. Oof. So, final scores, Ross, so you've got a disappointing one. <laughs> <laughs> Greg with a respectable three, but Colin cleaned up with a a full house four out
1: of four. Unbelievable, Colin. Well done.
3: Harry Kane knowledge.
1: Yeah. Good man. Well, thank you for that, Adam. That was actually quite a good game. Well, uh, you're two two and one for the minute. (laughs) I I now now know Harry Kane fits into the Zeitgeist (laughs) (laughs) guy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely batting the two and one now. So... That is all for this week's podcast. We will be back next Sunday. Um, I'm assuming they'll be back for every time on Thursday. Chris should have his new headset by now. Um, so make sure you listen up for them. We are all uh, on email if you want to contact us. Um, uh, <laughs> you've
0: got just, to be on email, really.
1: You've got A lot of business is done through email. Uh, just our, our first names followed by at com, Basically, that's how you get hold of us. Uh, we're on Twitter, we are at ManPost, and we are all on there individually. I am Rosbell 1984 Adam, you are on there as? AdamSA101. Greg is on there at? Greg Kitchen. Greg, you've gone private, is that so your students can't retweet stuff?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't, uh, don't
0: make it your name.
1: No, <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: I've had a shocker all round.
1: <laughs> and Colin, you're on there as? Uh, Cash707. Excellent. Uh, the website is of course Uh Check
3: that out. These
1: articles Well, there's one I've been sat in my email box for a week. I forgot to get it up so sorry about that Peter. Uh, It'll go up soon. Um, but yeah, until next week make sure you download the podcast, straight and review us on iTunes uh, five stars preferably uh, and say what you want in the comment box. But don't swear otherwise it won't count. Uh, until next week it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye from Adam bye and goodbye from Greg and always remember to have your man on the post <laughs> I mean
0: that is generally hard to come up with on the fly I give yeah
1: you that. there's a lot of work in that <laughs> no, it's good I like Having
0: able to pick say, dates <laughs> sometimes just stuff doesn't happen no
1: no they are they are good games though before and after I do like them.
0: The Ryan Giggs one was better, because it was just around one date. Yeah.
1: We'll
0: Harry just... We, Fifteen years later we'll be doing this about Harry Kane. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Until that time. He's broken all records.